Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. Today's show will feature interviews with Mark Collins, Super Bowl 25 champ with the New York Giants, and David Baker, CEO of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports 365 days a year. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, here's Roman Gabriel III. I'm here with a good friend. He's been a good friend of this show for many years, and uh, he's a Super Bowl champion with the New York Giants, former Super Bowl 21 and 25, two of the greatest teams uh, in NFC and NFL history. And uh, he also... Uh, runs a very interesting website for young students, high school, that are looking for opportunities both as student athletes and to find the uh, school of their choice. And it's called 25 Sports, to the number, 5, spell it out, sports.com, 25sports.com. Mark Collins back with us on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Mark, how are you? Woman, I'm fantastic. It's, uh, it's been too long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we stay in touch, but it's been a while since you've been on the show, and uh, there's this a great week to come on. Um, uh, obviously, uh, the combine just got done in the NFL, and we have free agency that's been going on. But my question to you, uh, playing uh, when you played, which was kind of the start of when you know the good money started happening for NFL players, and with the Players Association and the deal that they did. Incredible progress this last week, uh, last couple weeks. You know, one of the things, Mark, that we've always uh, dealt with uh, as former pro football players and and when you played, when the money began to start uh, being pretty darn good for players or at least improving, uh, you know, baseball and basketball always had the guaranteed contracts. Uh, which which has been for a long, long time. Here in free agency this year, uh, a landmark deal. You know, we've had huge deals where it sounds like a lot of money, uh, but you're only guaranteed that upfront money that players fight for so much for, for those bonuses. But Kirk Cousins, who had a great year, you know, with the Washington Redskins, or at least a good enough year to go into free agency, just signed a $75 million deal with the Minnesota Vikings, all guaranteed. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Well, Roman, I don't know if you know this, but I was one of the uh, seven plaintiffs who sued the National Football League for free agency. It was called the McNeil case, and we won that lawsuit, and they changed the name to the White Settlement because Reggie White had the bigger name. But uh, this is what we fought for. We fought for free agency, the right to go from team to team uh, when your contract was up. And, of course, the owner said that uh, you know they couldn't guarantee contracts because uh, the players, as one of the attorneys uh, told me when I was t- uh, on the stand, they could get a monkey to do the job, and people would still watch. Well, they proved that correct because during the 87 strike, people still watch with the replacement players. But where we are now, I'm glad the players are getting uh, a lot of money and, as of one, guaranteed contracts with uh, Kirk Cousins, and um, which tells us the owners can guarantee the contracts like baseball and basketball. You know, a lot of people get all out of whack, you know, people that work for a, for a living, when I say work for a living, with regular jobs who could never make that kind of money in a lifetime. But when you look at uh, the average career for an NFL player, which many fans don't realize is just just around three years, which doesn't even qualify you for your pension or for you know health care on the long haul. A lot of players your generation and lower are still fighting for that. We're still mm-hmm. hoping that the NFL is going to uh, acquiesce to that 
uh, limited number of players back then who really uh, developed and started this game who, who need the help. But when you look at players today uh, and the kind of money that they're making when you look at free agency in the last couple weeks, um, and I heard Lee Steinberg, the agent, say this, Mark, that um, you know the reason why these players and free agencies are getting so much money is, is that the A-plus guys are signed and they've got all this money to give and the B-plus players are available. Do you agree with that? Well, not not wholeheartedly. Let's let's just go back a little bit. The money the money being made now. I mean, your A plus players they're gonna get they're gonna get their money, no doubt about it. I think the A plus players kind of bring the B players up a bit, uh, just a bit, and they won't get paid too. Right now, we have a veteran minimum. Uh, the veteran's minimum, I think, is seven hundred seventy-five thousand dollars a year. I never made that by you know after my seventh year, you know, sixth seventh year. So there's always there's money going to be made. The league is prospering. We should not, in this era of free agency and all the big-time money, we should not hear of players from 2003 to present going bankrupt. Uh, yeah. These guys are getting $58 million up front in, 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 in excess. They should be pretty smart. Uh, they got some good financial people around them. That shouldn't last them a lifetime. Back in my era and before, you know, we had some difficulties with financial stuff because the money wasn't there. You know, Mark, you played for two great coaches in Bill Parcells and, and uh, Bill Belichick, who was the coordinator with the Giants uh, during during some of those years. And when you look at what Bill Belichick has done with the New England Patriots, the longevity of their success with Bob Kraft and, of course, Tom Brady over the last 16, 17 years, during a time uh, in the NFL when they really have made the rules such in all ways that to, to make equity happen. How is it that the Patriots have been able to sustain the success? Well, you know, just like anything, Roman, I mean, same with college football. You, you, you look at Alabama, uh, the stability they had uh, with their head coach and their, their administration, and the school administration. Uh, same thing goes with the Patriots. Uh, stable head coach, stable uh, upstairs organization, the Tom Kraft, uh, Bob Kraft, they, they get it. And that's how it works. You have stability up top, it goes all the way down to the bottom. You've got to have a plan uh, to make it work. And so far, uh, I gave you two great examples. Those two organizations have implemented their plan perfectly, and they acquired the players and recruited the players that fit their brand and that, and that, and that, 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 that scheme. And, and Belichick has been, he's been always one of the greatest coaches. When I worked with him in New York, you knew he had a, a – there was something about him. He knew he knew football inside and out. We would practice things, Roman. We will practice and go over it and go over it, and then all of a sudden it happens on the football field, and we're not surprised by it because we practiced. Mark Collins is with us, uh, two-time Super Bowl champion, New York Giants, Super Bowl twenty-one and Super Bowl twenty-five, And, um, you know, you were a part of that Super 20, Bowl twenty-five team, Mark, you know, d- during, uh, during the war – um, when Whitney Houston sang the national anthem, which still today is is one of the great moments in sports history, um, what were your thoughts um, looking back then of of how reverent the national anthem was treated, and in that moment of recognizing the military, recognizing that our country came together as one, um, and where we're at today? Well, back back then, of course, the national anthem has always been part of our sports, uh, pretty much since pretty much the early 1900s. Uh, and, and when I was there in Super Bowl 25, I don't know if you noticed, you watch any video of the whole playoff run we had and the teams we played against, 
we wore a yellow band on our arms to support the troops. I, I'm a little superstitious. But I think that's why we won, <laughs> other than having a great coach and great team. But we wore yellow, yellow bands to support our troops. Going back then to now, I think the narrative has changed a bit because everybody's talking about the, uh, the players are protesting the anthem and the flag, which is not, that's not what it's about. It's a whole different element. But sometimes when people change the narrative and it starts to catch on, it, just, it takes away from why the players were bringing attention to the, uh, the racial inequalities and financial inequalities of, the, of, of, our, of our country. And that's what it was about. Mark Collins with us, uh, former New York Giants Super Bowl champion, and uh, we're going to get to 2-5 sports in a second. But I, I need to talk about one of the cool things, uh, you know, over the years of covering the NFL and, of course, having a father that played 18 years in the NFL. Um, you know, it has to be pretty cool for you, Mark. We were talking the other day about your son who's uh, in college playing uh, on a scholarship, playing football and doing well. Tell me about uh, – what it's like to be on the other side uh, as a dad and having the opportunity to enjoy your son playing the game. Well, remember what I do. Uh, I have another son in high school playing ball and high school, football in their, their school, one state uh, last year. And uh, what I do as a former player, but I always be a dad. I just stay away. Uh, I don't get involved with the coaches. I don't yell from the stands about you should have done that. No, I I stand away because what you find. And, and your dad probably experienced this too with you. A lot of the coaches are intimidated by a guy who played X amount of years in the league with success. They get intimidated because I know I would have to a point of our coaching, and I didn't make it to the highest level. So what I do is step back, let my son do his thing, and whether good, bad, or indifferent, and then when we get home, we talk about it, and then it's over, and then we move on. So I... And I know some guys, who, just like you do, who played in the league, and some of them are real harsh on their kids and they want to be whatever. I, I tend to just stand back and just enjoy it because I experienced everything they're going through. I went through it. If they have questions, we'll talk about it. But I sit back now in the corner of the stands and just enjoy it. And, you know, and I know about you, Mark. Um, you know, we've talked a lot on this show about you know the priority of God, family, and sports in that mm-hmm. order. And I assume that that's something you've instilled in your son. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, and I travel a lot. This is a funny story. I travel quite a bit for my company and go talk to school districts and do seminars, symposiums. So <laughs> at times, and I go to church. I try to go every Sunday when I'm on the road. I can't. And you know, Roman, when you've been gone too long, when your pastor gives you a call, <laughs> hey, Mark, where are you? Oh, oh I'm, I'm uh, in Chicago. I'm sorry. Yeah, we missed you the last three weeks. So it's um, I, I instill that in my kid um, to go to church and be with me and let's have a good time and, and praising God and let's enjoy the fruits that he's given us to move forward in our life. So, um, and, and back to the question about watching my sons and daughters just really get into it, the sports element. I try to bring the faith to match it. So, and so far it's been going for us, but, you know, I hope I instilled enough as they grow, they'll they'll keep the design skills, and then hopefully pass it on to their kids. Mark Collins with us, and he's involved with uh, two five sports to the number spell out five f i v e sports dot com. And in this age of uh, Title IX and uh, so many opportunities for girls and guys uh, in high school for athletic scholarships as student athletes, uh, Mark, tell me about two five sports because it's really relevant today. 
um, with all the opportunities, you know, because parents are looking for ways to pay for college and uh, at least kids an opportunity to use their athletic talents to get an education. So tell me about 2-5 Sports and what you guys do. Sure. What we do, Roman, is, is at 2-5 Sports, we give the student-athletes uh, the opportunity to gain exposure for a sports scholarship. Uh, it's real simple. The student-athletes put their profile together on the website, and colleges will look for them based on the criteria the college is set. GPA, uh, position, sport, part of the country, and we we bring them together. We're just a facilitator. We don't try to match a kid with the school because we don't know. That's not what we do. We're facilitated. We bring them together, and so far it's been fantastic. Roman, we have about a ninety-four percent viewership from coaches looking at at players. So um, we don't care, you know about the athletic talent the kid has because we're not, we're not watching the film all the time or hardly at all. But what we do well is match, uh, get that kid exposure for a sports scholarship. You know, what's amazing to me, Mark, is that, you know, uh, it, it, with everything now, whether whether you're an academic scholar or whether you're a student athlete, you know, counselors and, and schools, I, I talk to them all the time, talk about preparing for this, you know, when you're a freshman in high school. Um, mm-hmm. So tell me from a parent's perspective, there's a lot of parents out there confused about the process, but, you know, if you've got a son or a daughter who has athletic talent and who loves to play and has been involved in, in high school sports and, and, and is a good student um, and you're looking for opportunities for uh, college, you know, what would you tell parents in the process of some of the things that they need to be doing early early on in their child's career in high school? Well, the early, I mean, as soon as you can, it's pretty much your freshman going to your sophomore year. You got to be registered on the uh, NCAA eligibility center. Uh, you got to you got to make sure that you you connected to the NCAA that your grades and academics uh, are are in line to be accepted to go to college on a scholarship, Division One or Division Two, I do believe. Uh, so you got to you got to register on in that with the uh, NCAA eligibility center. So when you start looking at colleges. And or get a scholarship, your transcripts from high school will go to the college that you choose. A lot of parents uh, don't know this. A lot of parents uh, need to know because some of the counselors in high schools, they they kind of you got to stay on them. Put it that way. You, as a as a parent, you got to make sure that they have your kids into that best into that state too. And sometimes they forget, but the parents got to go go get that done. Uh, as far as uh, Looking at colleges, I would tell a parent, uh, take 10 to 15 schools that fit your son's or daughter's, uh, fit your son or daughter academically. Uh, don't overreach. If your son has a 2.6 GPA or daughter has a 2.6 GPA, don't go looking at Notre Dame or Stanford or Northwestern because they don't fit the academic uh, eligibility uh, that the school requires. So you got to be smart and be honest with yourself if you're a backup on the women's softball team and the men's football team, don't look at USC because you're not, they're not looking at you. Or don't look at Texas. You've got to be honest with yourself and look at, look at schools that maybe fit your, your playing abilities also. Mark Collins is with us on Sold Out Sports Talk. Uh, two five sports, that's two the number, uh, 5FIVESports.com, and it's an excellent site uh, if you – have a, a student athlete girl or boy that's looking for opportunities for college and where you can get involved and 
do the proper due diligence, and there's some great packages. Uh, before I get to that, as we as we finish up, you're a big believer, Mark, in playing multiple sports, which is something that's being discouraged today. Oh, absolutely. I, and I turn around the coaches, and I played three sports in high school, but and this this process happens now. Let's say your son is a great basketball player, and he wants to play football also. Or your daughter's a great softball player but runs track. There are some schools, a lot of the schools, they may run out of money for one sport, let's say basketball or softball, but they can bring the athlete in on another uh, scholarship track or of football. They've got to allocate money, and these coaches talk to each other at the colleges. If they really want that athlete, they'll make it work by doing it that way. So we had a kid, I knew a kid who was a great baseball player, and he wanted to play football. Well, you know, this school is TCU, and they're pretty decent at, at, at baseball. One of my teammates at Cal State Fullerton is on their coaching. So he goes, Mark, we, we could get him in on the football side to talk to the coach, but we can't do it on baseball because baseball has limited scholarship opportunities. Uh, so it worked out. It was perfect. So please play as many sports as you can because when you play as many sports, it increases your opportunity to get a scholarship at that school. 25sports.com. That's 25FIVE sports.com. And their packages to begin to expose your student athlete to opportunities to uh, thousands of colleges from Division One to Division Three to junior college. Um, starts at a basic package of nineteen dollars, and and you know there are so many cool things that they get an opportunity to take us very quickly through that uh, mark of, of a basic package of what would be offered for that nineteen ninety nine a month. Well, the basic package will give you uh, a picture. You, can, you can't upload your video, but you put your academics, uh, your accolades, all on on the site. And on each package, Roman, each each package will give you. Uh, a snapshot of what schools have looked at you. So you'll get an email confirmation that, like, this school has looked at your profile. And that goes to our, from the, the $20 package all the way up to the uh, pretty much the $27 package. You're going to get that, which a lot of sites don't do that for you. And I'll tell you why I do that, Roman, because I care. I went through the process of being recruited, and I know how good it makes you feel when you know when a school looked at you. So I don't feel any good charge for it. I think that's something that Every athlete should should have a, uh, a right to have to see what looks at their look at their site, and it gives you a a, a sense a feel good situation. Like, hey, this school looked at me; it's pretty cool. Um, but my thing is, I call my company the, the Southwest Airlines of recruiting. Everybody gets a shot to, to get recruited. Uh, we're not going to charge you seventy five thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars. We're going to charge you a basic price. You have you have options, and. Uh, Hopefully, one of them fits the student athlete who's looking to uh, further education through athletics. Uh, if you're a son or a daughter and you're looking into this and you're thinking about it, and I know a lot of parents uh, that are friends of mine that have kids very talented that have opportunities, but this is a way to organize your efforts uh, and to do something that's uh, uh, rather purposeful with your kids, having an opportunity to be part of that process, and they know that you're helping them in that process, and then of course they make the decision, but. Uh, these packages are, are very affordable, and you can take a look at them at 25sports. That's to the number, ivesports.com. Uh, Mark, always appreciate you coming in and talking a little football with us, and then uh, 
Um, we know you spend a lot of time uh, with the military, that uh, you do a lot of cool stuff uh, with 2-5 Sports and that you're involved in uh, making a difference in young people's lives. So that's why we love you and appreciate you. So, Mark, thanks for taking the time to come in on Sold Out, and uh, we'll look forward to talking with you real soon. Roman, as usual, thanks for having my brother. I appreciate you. Mark Collins, former two-time Super Bowl champion of the New York Giants, 25sports.com is where you need to go to check him out and uh, appreciate uh, him coming in on Sold Out Sports. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. All right, I'm here with a good friend, David Baker, from the Hall of Fame. He is... uh, he has revitalized the dream, man. He has got some big things going on at Canton. We were together two years ago, and yeah. you laid this out about what you want to do up there, the, just the whole interactive thing for young people and the next generation and all the cool stuff that you're doing with uh, youth. Uh, tell me about what's going on. Give me, a, give me an update, David. Well, I, I'll tell you, Johnson Controls Hall of Fame Village is up to about a billion dollars now, awesome. and we've just finished the stadium, and the National Youth Football and Sports Complex is, is underway. We're about to start on the hotel and the Center for Excellence. So there's a lot happening. So, you know, the goal is to get everything done by September 17th of 2020. Wow. And uh, and really make an impact. Obviously, the game is under attack. But we believe there's so many wonderful things to learn in this game, uh, you know, that you learn only in the huddle about inclusion, uh, about relying on other people, about being a team. And of course, as you know, Roman, you, you know, you're... Your family's probably the greatest team you'll ever play on. Yes, sir. And those families become our communities. Our communities become our nation. And, and so, you know, uh, for us at the Hall of Fame, uh, we have the privilege of honoring the heroes of the game, guys like Mike Haynes, who's right, right behind you here. And Jack Youngblood was right Jack Youngblood is another one. And, you know, but your dad is, is another yes, one. Yes, sir. You know, but it's kind of one of those things where it's more than just the worship of football heroes. It, it, it's really about the church of football. It's That's about right. these things you learn. And... and um, you know, with all great due respect to some great educators out there, I've yet to find someone who went back to their chemistry teacher, their calculus teacher for life advice. Right. But we all, at some point in time, go back to our coach. And, and really, because that person taught you not just how to process information, but how to get up when you get knocked down and how to go on when you don't think you can go on. And, and those are important values that we all need to know. Well, I'm really excited, David, when you told me about your, your long-term plans and what you wanted to do, not just with the buildings, but... Uh, kind of the character that you wanted to build into this and uh, to reach young people and that's what this show is about it sold out is what i do every day with junior high and high school students yeah we gotta we gotta do everything we can not just to grow the game with these kids but to use the game to make these kids leaders and uh what i love about you is is that you see that you see that vision and and, uh, you know my question to you is you're right the game is under attack in a lot of ways um this year has been very controversial in a lot of ways with fans but, but how do you, as the CEO of the Hall of Fame, um, correct that on your end in terms of what you can do with fans? Well, for us, it's a lot of education. You know, and, and again, where else do you learn commitment or perseverance or, 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 or leadership or respect uh, or, or courage? And, and, and for me, this doesn't matter whether you're a Baptist or a Jew or mm-hmm. a Buddhist or an agnostic. Right. You know, this is kind of ecumenical in football. Everybody learns these lessons, whether you play it or you watch it. And, and, and for us, there's so many incredible stories. I mean, we got 6 million pictures, 40 million documents. Every one of them is a story. You know, uh, it's the guys who have a bronze bust, but it's guys like your dad, you know, who we have a huge archive, you know, on, on stuff there of what the game is about. 
Well, what I was really proud of is when I went to the movie theater when I was there last time and my father was in that film. That was really cool. Well, you, you got every right to be proud. But but there's so many stories. I mean, now we have the Black College Football Hall of Fame there. Oh, that's and, awesome. And those guys have incredible stories. And all of these stories, there's things for us to learn. And, you know, I just mentioned Morton Anderson. Um, you know, he was telling me a story that, uh, you know, he got cut when he was 38. <laughs> And he was very close to the record. So he tells his wife he's going to stay in shape. He's going to go get that record. Um, he goes down to the park in his helmet and his pads and his uniform to kick every day under game-like conditions. And come September, he doesn't get picked up. And he's kicking in between Pop Warner games. And, you know, they're chasing him off the field. He does that for two years. And at some point, he's a 40-year-old guy. And people are saying, who is this guy? Right. Then he gets a chance for a tryout against three young, flat-bellied kids he gets the job and he plays another five years and he obliterates the record. You know, and that's not only a great story about Morton Anderson, but it's a great story of encouragement because there's a lot of other people out there who are on the couch who are waiting for their call. And you got to have hope and you got to have faith. And, and there's just so many lessons, Roman, that we have. It's an incredible place to be. Fans, if you haven't been out to the Hall of Fame, you need to go to Canton. David Baker, the CEO, I know we're going to hear more, and I hope I get some time with you maybe on my show just where we got 20 or 30 minutes to really update soon. So, David, thanks for coming in. Thanks for what you're doing with the Hall of Fame. And Roman, I appreciate you. God bless you, my friend. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.